Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 25 of Soul Food titled The Awliya. In this episode, we're going to talk about sitting with the righteous and the importance of doing so. We're going to talk about having the right heroes. And finally, we'll talk about respecting the awliya. One of the most useful things that unfortunately we don't talk about enough, or we might not even think is possible, is seeking out the company of the salihin, seeking out the company of righteous servants who are beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is actually what Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim radiallahu anhu talks about next in the book Miftahus Sara'ir, The Key to Inner Secrets. He says, you must sit with the righteous. Truly, a righteous companion is like someone who sells musk, someone who sells beautiful scents. You only get a beautiful smell from him. The way that this person rubs off onto you is that you start to smell beautiful just like them. The evil companion is like a blacksmith. You only get sparks and fire from him. So you get harmed by an evil companion and you benefit from a righteous companion. And there are many verses of the Quran and Ahadith that talk about the importance of keeping good company. And this description of the perfume seller and the blacksmith comes from a hadith of the Prophet so not only should you seek out good company, you should seek out the best company and actually look for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's elect servants. And these people are called the awliya. That's the plural is awliya and the singular is wali. So a wali is an elect servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the awliya is the plural of that. So Someone might be unfamiliar with this word, though it's actually taken from the Quran and Sunnah. So let's just look at some of the examples. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Yunus, Ala inna awliya Allahi la khawfun alayhim wa yahzanun. That truly Allah's close and elect servants, the awliya, they have no fear nor will they grieve. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He calls them awliyaullah, these elect servants who are brought near to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa also mentions this word and this concept in a hadith Qudsi. And he says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Man li waliyan faqad bilharb. Allah the Exalted said, Whoever shows animosity to a wali of mine, an elect servant of mine, Allah says, I declare war against him. So then the hadith goes on to describe how does one become one of those elect servants, those awliya. The Prophet ﷺ says that Allah says, وَمَا تَقَرَّبَ إِلَيَّ عَبْدِي بِشَيْءٍ أَحَبَّ إِلَيَّ مِمَّ افْتَرَضْتُ عَلَيْهِ and my servant draws nearer to me 
with nothing more beloved to me than what I have made an obligation upon him. وَمَا يَزَالُ عَبْدِي يَتَقَرَّبُ إِلَيَّ بِالنَّوَافِلْ حَتَّى And my servant continues to draw nearer to me with extra acts of worship until I love him. فَإِذَا أَحْبَبْتُهُ كُنْتُ سَمْعَهُ الَّذِي يَسْمَعُ بِهِ And if and when I love him, I become the hearing with which he hears. وَبَصَرُهُ الَّذِي يُبَصِرُ بِهِ and I become the seeing with which he sees. The hand with which he strikes. The leg with which he walks. And if he was to ask of me, I would surely grant him his request. And if he seeks refuge in me, I would surely grant him it. Hadith is an authentic hadith in Sahih al-Bukhari, right, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows the extent of his care and support for his awliya, for his righteous servants. So seeking out people who have realized this, have been given this by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it actually brings your deen to life. You actually see and taste the reality of Islam when you sit with righteous people. And what is it that made the companions, عنهم, the most honored generation is that they sat with the Prophet Muhammad That there was something that they read directly from the Prophet heart by being in his company and believing in him. So sitting with righteous people is one of the best things that you can do. And just as people with diseased hearts, they can harm people with the evil eye, they can look at someone and something bad can happen to them, the awliya, they have gazes that fill the hearts of people with light and with iman by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's will. So then a Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim says, Oh Allah, grant us their company, their love, having a good opinion of them, and deferring to them. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. So this brings us to the next point, having the right heroes. Then a Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim radiallahu anhu says, Ma'roof al-Karkhi radiallahu anhu, one of the great awliya, he said, mentioning the smallest quality of one of the awliya brings down mercy. Mentioning the smallest quality of one of them brings down mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So perhaps mercy will descend upon you. Truly in the remembrance of Allah, do hearts find peace. And this is beautiful. Our deen is connected to all of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's righteous servants. And we should know their stories, we should love them, and we should take them as role models. And if you look no further than the Qur'an, it's full of the stories of the prophets Many surahs talk about the story of Prophet Adam, Prophet Nuh, Prophet Ibrahim, Prophet Musa, Prophet Isa السلام, and others. And of various righteous people as well. The sleepers of the cave, the story of Sayyida Maryam, the mother of Jesus السلام, and her miracles and what happened to her. The story of Sayyidina Al-Khidr who was the companion that Sayyidina Musa sought out in Surah Al-Kahf and other righteous people. 
So the Qur'an is full of these stories of prophets and other awliya. So we have to realize that these are our heroes. And now they are our heroes. By mentioning them, mercy descends. So we have to bring to life these stories. And we have to know that we are connected to people who have this description that we read in the hadith of the Prophet that Allah has taken over all of their affairs and supports them entirely in amazing ways. We have to know the stories and the lives of the family of the Prophet and his companions. We have to be connected to them. We should know the lives and the character traits of the great Imams like Imam Abu Hanifa and Imam Malik and Imam Shafi'i and Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal We should know of people like Sayyidina Umar ibn Abdul Aziz. We should know of people like Sayyida Rabi'a al-Adawiyyah, one of the great righteous women in history, one of many. We should know the stories of Imam al-Bukhari and what made him unique. We should know about Imam al-Ghazali and his transformation in his life and how he came to be known as the proof of Islam. We should know about people like Imam Abdul Qadir al-Jaylani, Imam Abu al-Hasan al-Shadili, radiyallahu anhum, Imam Abdullah ibn Alawi al-Haddad. We should know about these people. There are so many and there are many more that we haven't mentioned. We have a rich history. And all the way going back to the Prophet ﷺ until the very present day, there are amazing men and women who are awliya, who are these elect servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And these people, they actually might appear to be very simple, but they have a special state with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And unfortunately, in today's world, people, they just look at the outward, material, superficial state of the Muslims. And yes, you know, in many parts of the world, much of what we see, it is very painful. But we also have to look at the inward realities. And when we're able to see what's of true value and value these people and what they have with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then maybe our state will begin to change for the better. So this brings us to the final point, respecting the awliya. As Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim radiallahu anhu, he then says, you must respect the awliya especially. You should respect all people, but the awliya especially. Though only a wali knows another wali. Only one of the awliya recognizes another. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in that hadith Qudsi, Man li waliyan faqad adhantuhu bilharb. Whoever shows animosity to a wali of mine, I declare war against him. So as Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim says, so know their worth and honor with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if we don't know who they are necessarily, what do we do? It seems like it puts us in a difficult situation. But this goes back to having a good opinion of people. There's a, a statement that the righteous say that you should treat every night like it's Laylatul Qadr and you should treat everyone that you meet like they are Sayyidina Al-Khidr. You should treat every night like it's Laylatul Qadr. If you did, you would meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the best possible state. And you should meet everyone. You should treat everyone that you meet like they might be Sayyidina Al-Khidr, this very righteous man who Sayyidina Musa went out to seek. 
This is beautiful because honestly, you never know. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has hidden within his creation many wonders. And spiritual meanings are often discovered in ways that contradict the material standards. And I'll just share one story with you of Sayyidina Uwais al-Qarni radiyallahu anhu, who is considered the greatest of the tabi'een, the, the followers who came the generation after the Sahaba. What's amazing about Sayyidina Uwais al-Qarni is that he became Muslim during the lifetime of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But he never met the Prophet, which is why he's not considered a Sahabi, because he lived in Yemen and he stayed behind to take care of his elderly mother. So he took care of her and he never got to actually meet the Messenger of Allah in person. Yet amazingly, the Prophet knew who he was. And he told Sayyidina Ali and Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab to watch out for him. And that they would one day meet him. And the Prophet ﷺ gave both of them the description of Uwais al-Qarni. And he said he's from a tribe in Yemen called Qarn. And he used to have this skin condition called vitiligo, this discoloration on his skin. And then he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to cure him. But only to leave a small area with vitiligo so that he would never forget the blessing of being cured. And the Prophet ﷺ also told him that he took good care of his mother. And he said, when you meet Uwais, ask him to make dua for you. And who is this? Is Ali ibn Abi Talib and Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhum. Two of the greatest companions being advised by the Prophet ﷺ to seek out this man and ask him for his dua. So when Sayyidina Umar was the Khalifa, every year... He would welcome the people who came for the pilgrimage for Hajj and he would go to the people from Yemen and he would say, who's from the tribe of Qarn? And he would say, do you know anyone from your tribe whose name, whose name is Uwais? And then one year they said, yes, we do have someone whose name is Uwais. And Sayyidina Umar radiallahu said, I want to meet him. And they said, we consider Uwais like a crazy man and we're actually ashamed for someone like you to see him and we just keep him on the outskirts of the town, and he just takes care of our sheep. He's kind of like a crazy person. But Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu, Sayyidina Ali, they said, no, no, we want to meet him. So then they sought him out, and they found him, and they described all of what the Messenger of Allah sallallahu told them about him. And they said, make dua for us. And he made dua for them. This is one of those special people that nobody thought anything of. So this brings us to the call to action. Find a righteous figure in history. Someone who is well known as a person of piety and love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and beautiful character and knowledge and scholarship and look into their lives. Study them. Get to know who they are. Have your heart connect to this person. Learn about their character, their worship, their knowledge their sacrifice, and commit yourself to loving everyone who is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah Jalla Jalalu that He increases us in beautiful character and good adab, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala broadens our understanding of those servants that are beloved to Him and allows us to benefit by them and be in their company 
and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases the sweetness of iman in our hearts and allows us to be gathered with the foremost of all the righteous people, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu in the final abode, in the highest levels of paradise. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم والحمد لله رب العالمين. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.